Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 1032, Of Course It's Unreasonable, Dummy, by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading blogs to you mostly, but sometimes books, anything that I think will help you optimize your life. Today's post being from Joshua of The Minimalist. They have a documentary out on Netflix called Minimalism that's worth watching. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Of Course It's Unreasonable, Dummy, by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalist.com. I recently imagined an elaborate conversation between my 27-year-old self and my 30-year-old self, myself from yesteryear versus myself from today. Sadly, it was not a pretty exchange. Suffice it to say, there was a vast ideological dichotomy between these two guys. Looking down on their tete-a-tete from my omniscient point of view, this is a small chunk of what I observed, My 27-year-old self had it all figured out. He could do no wrong. He was too confident, read arrogant, for his own good. He had the high-paying job, the fancy title, the status of a young corporate executive, the long-term career goals, the short-term spend-more-money-than-I-make goals, the big house, the fancy cars, the big screen TVs, and all the stuff that was eventually going to make him happy once all the puzzle pieces fit perfectly. My 30-year-old self, had it all figured out too, but in a radically different way. He knew he had figured it all out as soon as he had stopped trying to figure it all out. He knew he didn't know everything, nor would he ever, but he knew that with every year that passed, he would continue to grow. The slightly older man also found a certain amount of contempt for the younger man, and it was hard for him to hide this disdain. He couldn't believe how his self of yesteryear placed so much importance in material possessions while he didn't value the most important things in life, health, relationships, passions, growth, and contribution. With that contempt also came pity from the older man, pity for a man who was lost but didn't know he was lost. More than anything, the older man sympathized with the younger man because he had been on the same path a few years earlier. The two men talked for a while, stating their points of view. Both men had passionate, seemingly valid arguments and rationalizations for their persuasions, and they each had their incontrovertible dogmas, or so they thought. There was one gaping difference between these two men, and you could see it in the younger man's eyes. The 27-year-old man was not happy. Sure, he wore a mantle of happiness and experienced short bursts of pleasure or satisfaction, but he wasn't truly happy inside, and all the fancy things in the world weren't going to make him content. If anything, those things only increased his requirement for more things to pacify a deeper problem. These two men talked about happiness, 
The younger man wasn't sure why he was unhappy. He had everything society told him he was supposed to have, right? The older man suggested that contentment was found within and that no amount of external factors were going to permute the discontentment within. The older man attempted to share what he had learned over the last couple of years. He shared how he found contentment in his relationships with his close friends, how he found satisfaction in growing as an individual and contributing to other people in meaningful ways, how he found happiness in pursuing his passions, not pursuing more stuff. So you just left your high-paying job, got rid of most of your stuff, and started living a meaningful life? The younger man asked in a half-mocking, cynical tone. Yes, it didn't happen overnight, though. It took a couple years of focus, a few years of being conscious, a few years of being aware of what's truly important. I had to make a fundamental shift in the way I live my... But most people aren't living that way, the younger man interrupted with a raised voice. He was heated. He felt his way of life, his entire identity was being questioned. After all, he had worked so hard to get all the stuff he had to get the identity he now possessed. And who the hell are you to tell me my lifestyle is wrong? Who the hell are you to tell me how to live my life? I'm not telling you how to live your life. I'm simply stating the obvious. What you're doing right now is not making you happy, nor are you on the path to happiness. The path you are on leads to more discontent. I know because I've been down the same path. Until you focus on what's important, until you focus on what's going on inside you, you won't be happy. Whatever, giving up this lifestyle just to pursue my passion seems incredibly unreasonable, the younger man shouted. Of course it's unreasonable, dummy, the older man snapped back. Being unhappy and discontent is completely reasonable within our society. We see it every day. Being reasonable means lowering your standards. Being reasonable means doing what everyone else expects you to do. Being reasonable means living an average life. But I'd rather be extraordinarily unreasonable and content and happy. I'd rather live a meaningful, albeit unreasonable, life. Get unreasonable and everything's possible. Forget about being reasonable. Being reasonable got me into the same pile of you're in now. You just listened to the post titled, Of Course It's Unreasonable, Dummy by Joshua Fields Milburn of TheMinimalists.com. I'll leave it there for today. I hope you're having a great day and a wonderful start to your week. And I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.